Blaine for breakfast. So we've got an absolute treat for you this morning. We are speaking to Australian rock group, the Rubens. Joining me, frontman Sam. Good morning, mate. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, well, thank you. Mate, it was a phenomenal rise that you guys had a few years ago, obviously um, with your debut album going platinum and then following it up again with uh, with Hoops. How did you guys deal with that that really early success? Oh, man, we kind of just hung on. We were just so psyched. Like It was, it was such a fun time and... And we were, we were playing tiny venues, and then all of a sudden the venues started to get bigger, and people started to care. And, and we, we would just literally just hang on and just and just uh, enjoy it. Like, yeah, it was it was a bit of a steep learning curve, like learning how to perform in front of big audiences, and I guess having expectations and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's been it's been just a ton of fun. So just yourself, it is your your brother Zach and Elliot, mate. How does that get on? Someone always said to me, never work with family. How do you guys get on? Honestly, we're super lucky. Like, I I know that like that's 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 you know how it is for most people, but yep. we get along pretty damn good. But I think it's also because we got the other two boys in the band, Will and Scott, so they kind of break us up a little bit. Sure, um, we could be in a bit of trouble with Arthur for those two. And how was the upbringing? Was it a very musical kind of upbringing? Obviously, all three of yous, um, or is it something that you kind of pushed into a bit later on? Um, our parents kind of encouraged us to, to learn an instrument, but in the same way that they encouraged us to play a team sport or, and it just more so it's, you know, it's just a good thing to learn. So far forward to 2020, mate, it's been a very, very interesting year has been, has been well documented. How have you guys been spending either COVID lockdowns and how have you come out of it? Oh man, I don't know. Trying to learn new things. I've been doing like, I've started building around my house. I've built a studio in my garage to try and, so I could record at home. Yeah, I've just been trying to keep busy. I don't do well um, with with spare time. I'm used to being on the road and touring, so we've all just had so much extra time. Um, but yeah, I've been. It's been good. We've been spending extra time with our families and stuff. But I think we're all pretty keen to get on the road again. in 2021. I'm pumped. Someone said to me the other day, it's a bit of a COVID for some people. The lockdown was a bit of a, a creative dream where you could just uh, kind of put everything into all your creative kind of tasks. Was that a bit similar to you guys? Was there any uh, creative kind of ideas that really came into the fold during uh, during lockdown? Well, we'd, we'd we'd kind of already finished our album by by the time COVID hit. We had we'd only had one, like maybe one song left to record. So we, we didn't have the pressure of trying to go into lockdown and then write an album. I think that's going to be pretty hard for some artists because it's hard to, to make yourself right. And when you have all this time, I think it's actually harder. I'd prefer to have pressure on and, and you know, be writing in between touring and stuff. I'm interested in your thoughts on the support or lack of support um, from state and federal governments for the live music industry during, um, during lockdown. Many musicians and artists have been quite critical of it. Is that where you guys stand? I know that a lot of artists are going to struggle and a lot of our artists won't bounce back from this because we're one of the hardest hit industries for sure. And it's not just the artists that, that aren't getting support. Mm. It's, 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 it's really, it's the whole touring system. Like think about our, our sound guy, for example, or, you know, our stage techs or our lighting guys, all these people that their whole world is just being on the road. That's their whole income. And that's stopped. And it might stop for two years. So yeah, there's not enough support. I'd like a little bit more, and I'd like a little bit more for them. Time is Your Life, that's your latest single. Um, it's turned into a little bit of, a, I guess, a, a lockdown anthem for up-and-coming musicians, possibly high school students that really want to get out there and forge their way into the world. Tell us how that came about. Well, that song was written before COVID, but um, as soon as it all happened and, and, and started to, to unfold, we re- sort of just realised that those lyrics started to resonate more with us. Um, you know, this should be the time of your life. You know, that's the lyrics of it, you know. Um, and that's, 
that's the truth of year 12. Like this, this year was meant to be like the time of their life, you know, and they had so many plans and I'm sure they had plans for next year too. Like they're planning their uni or going on a gap year or whatever. I just remember when I was in that year, how difficult it was and confusing, let alone now. So yeah, we just thought that like it'd be nice to sort of dedicate that track to, to the year 12s finishing school and just students in general. So we got, we got a bunch of year 12 students in the video and yeah, it's like an homage to, to that time of your life. You mentioned that you were receiving um, certain direct messages and you know everything like that through social media about people just looking for that little bit of influence and guidance from uh, from the band. So our management started getting emails from you know school principals, teachers, students, um, just asking for like shout outs for the years, just like send a video in just to tell them that, you know it's all good and keep going and that, that kind of stuff because it's it's actually become pretty full on for those kids. So how does it feel for you guys to be I guess role models for that next generation at such a young age yourselves? It's cool, man. I never thought that I would be able to have any kind of positive influence like that. I didn't think I'd be in any kind of position. So being in a position where I can, you know, make someone feel a little bit better in that in high school, that's that's awesome, man. What's really good though is, you know, you're definitely walking the walk. Um, tell us about the uh, O2O2 grants. Yeah, so the O2O2 grants, basically we've teamed up with our record label Mushroom and our record label Ivy League, and um, we're all sort of chipping in cash to um, – to basically put forward 10 grants for year 12 students in there. So it's basically go online, fill out a form um, if you're interested in the music industry and uh, you tell us what you're up to, what you, what, what you want to do. Maybe you want to be a, like a, a music promoter or you want to write music or be a manager or whatever. And uh, then we have 10 grants of 500 bucks up for grabs for, for students. Yeah, just to sort of further their dream a little bit. Mate, been an absolute pleasure talking to you this morning. Don't forget to check out the new album. It's called 0202. It's out Friday the 12th of February 2021. It's going to be followed by a big old tour around the country, even here to regional Western Australia. Sam from the Rubens, thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks so much, man.